Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius, and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. You are listening to episode six of the Solo to CEO podcast. Okay, so today I want to give a few tips on something that I know we could all do better and it's something we all need to do as well. That is decluttering and keeping a clean digital workspace. So if you are a business owner, you probably spend 80% of your time working on your business on your digital workspace in one form or another, whether it is on your laptop or on your Google Chrome, where you are toggling in between different tabs, you definitely spend a majority of your time in your digital workspace. Now, how does it feel when you know that there is a cupboard or there is a room in your house which hasn't been organized or cleared from mess and things that you know you don't need it brings some sense of anxiety or unease right and that's how i feel as well when it comes to my digital workspace when i know that i haven't cleared it up when i know that i have a thousand and one files in my downloads folder that remain unorganized and i probably won't use or open half of those ever again it kind of gives me this feeling of unease like there's something that i know needs to be done but i just keep procrastinating on it and i know one day i will have to open that downloads folder and look for a really important file or folder and i kind of dread when that time comes so It is totally okay to feel that sense of unease or overwhelm or not even wanting to think about that cupboard that is just going to come tumbling down when it comes to your digital workspace, whether that's your downloads folder or your camera roll on your phone or even the 1001 tabs that are open in your phone or on your Google Chrome on your laptop. However, ignoring the digital clutter that is clouding your mind and keeping you feeling unease in your business is just going to make the problem worse because at some point you are going to have to deal with it. At some point it is going to stop you in your tracks from making progress and it could even result in habits that we do not want you to pick up. Some of these habits include 
multitasking and having multi-tab syndrome. For me, that happens a lot because I am trying to look for things and then I have so many tabs open and then it's so easy to get distracted. And then after half an hour, I'm like, okay, where did the half an hour go and what have I done in the last half an hour? So we do not want that to be happening as a result of digital clutter. Another thing that it could be causing, which you maybe aren't aware of, is the time that you are spending toggling between those tabs on your on your internet or trying to find a file. And sometimes it could sound like it's it's such a small amount of time. I mean, it's just one minute, right? It really won't make a big difference. However, when you start to add up the time that you are spending toggling between those tabs and trying to find that file that you worked on three days ago and you know you had it on your laptop but for some reason even when you click on the search bar and try to search it by its name you just can't find it those minutes add up so i did a bit of math before i got onto the show to just see how much time do we spend trying to find files or trying to toggle between taskbars and how much time is wasted from doing those type of activities. And we really shouldn't be wasting that time as the CEOs in our business because we could be using that time on revenue generating activities because finding a file or trying to look for that tab that you had open in the fifth or sixth window of all the Chrome windows that are open on your laptop is not a good use of time. Hi there, I am interrupting my own episode to give you an exclusive invite to my weekly live trainings on all things system setup, scaling your business with the right foundations and all the tech in between. All this happens in my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community, and I do have regular guest appearances to help you scale your business even faster. Head over to rebeccak.co forward slash community to jump in or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to welcome you in there. Let's say you take two minutes every single day to find files or to toggle between taskbars or to scroll on your camera roll to find that one specific file that you know you need or that one specific graphic you want to post on your social media page. Two minutes doesn't sound a lot. However, when you add it up, on an annual basis, that comes to 32 hours. That is a whole work week that is spent every year just trying to look for files or trying to toggle between taskbars. And I'm not even counting or adding up the time that is wasted because of the habits that kick in, like multi-tab syndrome or multitasking, which really wastes even much more time and really reduces your productivity. Okay. So I hope you are now convinced that we need to do a digital de- digital detox and clean up ever so often. And I know it's not the easiest of things to do, just like decluttering your house isn't the easiest things, easiest of things to do. I know I have one or two cupboards out there that I have been procrastinating on for the longest time, but um Hopefully I will get it done soon and hopefully this is a pep talk to me as well. But from a digital workspace perspective, here are a few tips I would like to give before I even go into the process of how to actually declutter and detox your digital workspace. 
first of all, don't try to do it all at once. Even if you give yourself a day to do a digital cleanup exercise, you will not have finished everything by the end of that day. So tackle it one step at a time. You could even tackle one area of your digital workspace at a time instead of trying to do it all at once. Give yourself some grace because digital decluttering is something that we all have to do. There is no one who has this all under wraps and perfect. Every one of us has some form of digital clutter that needs to be dealt with at any given point in time. So do not beat yourself up because you have to do this. What I would say you should do is get into the habit of doing it often. So even if it's just once a month, get into the habit of doing it then you can even just commit to one hour a month for starts to do a digital cleanup. And there are people who are actually organizers of digital workspaces. So if you want to just hand this over to someone else, by all means, do so. But if you do not have that ability or if you want to actually deal with this yourself so that you can get into the habit of cleaning up often, then commit yourself to just one hour a month to do a digital cleanup and organization. Then compartmentalize the process, right? So the same way you don't want to say, I am going to do a cleanup of my house and a clutter decluttering exercise this weekend. And then what happens on Saturday morning? You just go back into bed and you're like, okay, maybe it will happen next weekend. But today I really don't feel like doing it, right? Versus if you just thought of it in terms of one room at a time. So just think of it as I'm going to deal with the master bedroom today and it is going to be a big, big win if I can actually do it. That sounds and feels so much less overwhelming and so much more doable than if you try to do the entire house at once. Same thing goes for your digital workspace. So compartmentalize the process. And this is how I do it. So the first thing I do is cleaning up, removing things that I don't need removing things from my downloads folder from my online or cloud drives, deleting those duplicate photos that have been sitting on my camera roll for the last six months, removing apps that I do not use. All that is clutter that can be easily cleaned up. And this can take a long time if you haven't done this in a while or if you haven't done this at all since you started working on your business. However, you want to do the cleanup first before you start organizing things. Because if you start organizing things that you don't even need, I mean, that doesn't make sense, right? If you watch all these home shows that show you, you know, how to declutter and how to clean up houses, the first thing they do is they always remove things and clean up the mess and remove things that haven't been used in the last, I don't know, six months and remove things that people know they are not going to use again. So that's the first thing you want to do. Then you want to do a cleanup of your online workspace. So the folders are more of your offline workspace, but your online workspace, your Google Chrome, if you use Google Chrome or your Safari, if you use Safari, do a cleanup of that, right? The first thing you can do is clear your browsing history, clear it up, clear the cake or cache, whatever, however you pronounce it, clear it up and then Remove any passwords that you do not use. 
remove any bookmarks and shortcuts that you do not use just clean it up completely and if you haven't used it in the last three to six months chances are you are not going to use it again same goes for your email inbox if you have 1923 unread emails the best thing to just help you organize your inbox going forward is the first thing you want to do is to just mark all those emails as read and if you want to go back to those emails one day they'll still be there but chances are you are not going to go back to them so the best thing you can do for yourself is to just mark them all as read so that you don't have that number staring at you and making you feel a sense of anxiety like there is something you are missing out Okay, so once you've done that cleanup of your offline and your online workspace, you can then move into organizing your files. So have a consistent hierarchy across all your different folders or all your different workspaces where you save and store files. So for me, I have hierarchy on my Google Drive and I have replicated the same hierarchy on my laptop in terms of the files that I have on my hard drive. But Actually, last week I decided that I want to synchronize everything and not even have any files on my hard drive. So that's an exercise that I have been trying to do over the last week and just taking it one step at a time. Anyway, I digress. The main thing is you want to have the same folder structure across your business so that you don't have to think twice when you have to try and remember okay where are my client specific files and how I do it is I use the four core areas of business to organize and to create that hierarchy so for me the four core areas of business that I have replicated onto my folder structure is operations so I have a main folder for operations I have a main folder for client management, I have a main folder for marketing, and I have a main folder for product and service delivery. And then within those folders, I do have some subfolders, but the main aim is to make sure that your files all have a home to stay in. You do not want any files that are just hanging and lurking around that could cause you unnecessary overwhelm or anxiety. Okay, so once you have done that, you then want to think of how you can make sure that you actually stick to that organization hierarchy. So one of the things I noticed last week, I haven't done this, but I knew there was probably a way, is to make sure that every time I try and download something from Google Chrome, it asks me where I want to save it instead of just clicking download and it goes straight to the downloads folder because that just clogs up your downloads folder and creates even more anxiety, especially when you're trying to find something. So go to your Google Chrome, change your settings so that every time you try and download a file, it asks you where you want to save it and immediately save it to its rightful home. Do not save it to your downloads folder. Make sure you save it in the rightful home so that you do not have to go through an entire declutter of your downloads folder unnecessarily. Okay, once that is done, you then want to focus on your inbox. So at this point, you've marked all your old mails as unread, as read, and you have tried to delete the emails that you know you're not going to look at. The next thing you want to do is to unsubscribe to any newsletters that you have not opened in the last two 
to three months, even one to two months. If you haven't opened it, chances are you are not going to open it or it is just not useful for you at this point in time. You can always resubscribe to people's newsletters. Unsubscribing to someone's newsletter now does not mean you are divorcing them for now and forever. It just means that it's not the right time for you to be consuming their content. So why do you want to clog up your inbox with their content when you are not even consuming it? And I probably should come back with another episode just dealing with inbox etiquette and managing your inbox because I know this is a place that a lot of us get soaked in and get sucked in and we can end up spending a lot of time incrementally on a daily basis if your inbox is not properly managed and optimized. So I'm just giving a few tips in this episode, but I'll come back with a more detailed episode on how to manage your inbox. Okay, then you want to make sure you create filters. Create filters for emails you receive often so that they go to a specific folder. If you know that you do not need to read that email, but you know you need to receive it, for example, invoices that are coming through, create a filter and have a folder for those invoices. And then at the end of the month, you can deal with them or your accountant can deal with them if you have an accountant. And you can actually create an automation such that every email that comes from a specific person you can save the files that are in the, those emails onto a, a folder in Google Drive. So you never have to even open those emails. So that's just a pro tip. Then as a general rule of thumb, reduce the amount of times you check your emails on a daily basis. Try and start with two times a day. And then gradually reduce that to one time a day because you do not need to be in your inbox all the time. I know it kind of feels like fear of missing out. Trust me, there is nothing that is so urgent that doesn't require you, that requires you to be in your inbox more than twice a day. Set an autoresponder if you want to keep people's keep keep people at ease when it comes to your response time. Set an autoresponder in your email that says, Hey, I only look at my emails once a day. I will respond to your email within the next 48 hours. In the meanwhile, here are some frequently asked questions. There you could instantly save time because maybe someone is sending an inquiry and your frequently asked questions section on your autoresponder could actually respond and give them the information they need. And then at the same time, people will know and expect that, okay, she's not going to look at my email immediately, but if she hasn't responded within the next 48 hours, then I can send a follow-up. That way, it's a win on them because you've managed their expectations. It's a win on you because you've minimized the time you are in your inbox and you are spending that time on more productive activities. Okay, so lastly, try and have a time when you act on your emails. So you could be looking at your emails once a day, but the fact that you are reading your email and maybe there's an action for you to do does not mean you need to do that action immediately. You could create a task in your task management tool to look and act on that email at a specific time in the future when you know it is going to be the time to be working on those specific tasks. So never ever feel that you need to act on emails immediately, especially if you've already managed the expectations of the people who are sending you emails by setting that autoresponder. 
Okay, so that's all I have for today. So I hope you have found this helpful. Remember, take it one step at a time. Just commit to one hour a month or even better, one hour a week to doing this digital clutter and try and do it as often as possible so that you don't get into that phase of overwhelm and you don't get into that phase of getting into unneeded habits for helping you scale your business because being in your inbox all the time, all the day is not a CEO activity. Multitasking across different tabs is not something that CEOs who are scaling their businesses do. Hope you found this helpful. Remember to look at the show notes for any resources that I have mentioned in this episode. And if you have any questions specifically on decluttering and detoxing your digital workspace, feel free to let me know. I will see you in the next episode. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community for female coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.